Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Coffee mugs, um, Wonder Woman gear. <laughs> I love watches and books. Those are kind of my, th- and perfume. Those are kind of my things. And I think I own probably a hundred and something cups. Good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. I love Wonder Woman stuff. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. I wanna be where you are, my God. I gotta be where you are. Wanna be where you are. I gotta be where you are. My God, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Where you are. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Do you know that I believe that there is a... um there's a sacrificial sound that is released. Uh, there's a particular sound when your worship comes from a really difficult place. Like when you're not in the best place, when you're not in the best mindset and you make a decision to worship God, I think it just releases even something more, right? When you are crying out, Abba, Father, from a destitute place, when you are crying out, Abba, Father, from a place in which you confuse, when you just begin to thank God, and I mean sincerely lose yourself in worship, like breaking all protocol, not caring. I just think it releases something so, so significant when you press in, when you make a decision. You know what? I'm going to praise God despite my circumstances. I'm going to praise God despite whether or not I'm feeling good or not. I'm going to praise God. I'm going to worship you, God, in the most unforeseen circumstances. I'm going to press in praise. I'm going to I'm going to love you, Daddy God, even when I don't feel like it, even when it feels overwhelming, even when it's consuming, when we just position ourselves and make a decision. You know what? I'm going to worship God right here in this space. I'm going to worship God when they picking up the car. I'm going to worship God when they um, 
letting me go at work. I'm going to worship God when the unemployment decreases. I'm going to worship God when he walks out the door. I'm going to walk worship God when she walks out the door. I'm going to worship God when they're talking bad about me. I'm going to worship God when my kids tell me they don't want to talk to me. I'm going to worship God when my kids don't want to serve my God. I'm going to make a decision and I'm going to worship God and I'm going to love God. And I just think when you release that sound, when you, when you release that sound, when you praise God in a position in a place when it doesn't make sense, my God, God begins to handle, have the final authority. Like I just imagine that heaven begins to get quakened. I can see our father in place and I can hear the sound being released. And when the sound is being released, I feel like the power of God is being released. When we just begin to worship him, when we begin to thank him, when we went to begin to set our affection on him, even when the circumstance or the situation would not qualify. See, it's not about blessing God. It's not about praising God when the blessings come. It's not about praising God when everything is figured and worked out. It's not about praising God when you get, you're getting your way. And it's about the decision that I make that I'm going to praise the Lord at all times. If I'm going to bless the Lord at all times, I'm going to bless the Lord at all times. I'm going to bless the Lord when the sun is up. I'm going to bless the Lord when the sun is down. I'm going to bless the Lord at all times. I'm going to bless him. It does not matter the circumstance. It does not matter the situation. I'm going to bless the Lord at all times. Um, the message Bible says, I'm going to bless God. This Psalms 34. I'm going to bless God every chance I get. My God, my God. God, my God, I'm going to bless God every chance I get. My lungs expand with his praise. That's what the message Bible says, right? The King James Version says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Message says, I'm going to bless God every chance I get. My lungs are going to expand with praise. My God, I was in the grocery store yesterday and I was just going, thank you, 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 thank you. I've been caught up in prayer since like Tuesday. That's good, Selena. Not a seasonal worship. Like I've been in this zone since Tuesday, right? And I was praying and I've been praying without ceasing. And there's been different people that I've been praying for. And I just been in this praise and I was in Walmart and I was just, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I had my mask on and I was checking out and I was just like, Lord, I just, I'm going to make it out of Walmart. I'm going to make it out of Walmart. I'm going to make it all out of Walmart. I'm going to wait, make, I'm going to make it just a praise in any place, just a praise in any circumstance, just a praise in any, any situation, just a, yeah, Julia, just an anyhow praise. Um, Psalms 34, the second verse in the message Bible says, I leave and breathe God. I, I leave and breathe God. I leave, I leave and breathe God. I leave, I live and breathe God. I live and I breathe God. Thank you, Donnie McEwen. I live and I breathe God. If things aren't going well, hear this and be happy. I live and I breathe God. My God. Can I tell you the next part of this verse? This is the third voice. It says, join me in spreading the news together. Let's get the word out. When the enemy can keep you in a barren place, when the enemy, because God doesn't keep us in a barren place. The Shannon, God doesn't keep us in a dry place. That is not 
God. That is not God. Like that is not God. God doesn't keep us in a barren. He, that is not God. The enemy loves to keep us in a barren place. And the reason the enemy loves to keep us in a barren place is because he does not want us to bless the name of the Lord. Because this is what happens when we, when we keep a place of praise. This is what happens when we trust the Lord at all times. This is what happens when we bless God every chance that we get. We're going to begin to spread the news. <laughs> We're going to begin to spread the news. Revelation tells us we are overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. When we begin to bless the Lord at all times, when we begin to bless the Lord in every circumstance, when we begin to bless the Lord in every situation, when we begin to bless the Lord anyhow, as J Julia said, when we begin to bless him in the morning and bless him in the evening, my God, it's going, we're going to begin to spread the good news. Remember yesterday we learned that each seed has a sound. So if I'm mumbling and grumbling and complaining, I'm releasing a sound. I'm planting something in the soil. I'm, 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 I'm giving some, I'm giving voice to something that does not even need to be given voice to when I'm focused on something negative. Come on, y'all. I'm, I'm planting something. I'm releasing something in the atmosphere that I really don't even want to reap. So David says, when I bless the Lord, every chance I get, when my lungs expand with his praise, I live and breathe God. If the things are going well, I hear this and I'm happy. And then I join, join me in the spreading of the news together. Let's get the word out. How good God is. What if we, the believers, the body believers, the community did not spread another negative thing? What, what if we didn't, what if we didn't share another negative video? What if we didn't write another negative post? What if we, what, what if we didn't say enough? What if the body of believers, a body of Christ just solely set their mind, their thoughts and their hope in Jesus Christ and did not sp spread another, what if we didn't share another fight video? What if we didn't share anything that demoralized women? What if we didn't share songs and videos that did not give God the glory? What if the body of Christ rose up and all we did was bless the Lord at all time? What if we were like sunshine? What if the body of Christ got in position and made a decision to just so love? What, what if we, what if we made a decision? You know what? Today I'm not spreading nothing else negative today. I'm not going to, I'm not going to What if we, the body of Christ that knows better made a decision to live like Christ. Let me put my cup down. Let me put my cup down before I throw my cup. What if we made a decision? What if we came together in a unified front and said, you know what? I'm going to bless the Lord at all times because this is what I know, right? This is, this is what I know. If we positioned ourselves to operate in that type of authority, if we positioned ourselves to, to focus on the word of God, if we positioned ourselves to, to focus on truth, if we, if we hallelujahed anyhow, if we hallelujah anyhow, if we made a decision, if we made a decision to focus on good instead of bad, it doesn't mean that bad things aren't happening. It doesn't think that manifest, but if the strategy was worship and prayer, then the glory of the Lord could arise. He says, Psalms 34 and four, he says, God met me more than halfway. He freed me from anxious fears. Look at him, give him your warmest smile. Never hide your feelings from him. When I was desperate, 
That's that's how, we ought to just be quoting scripture daily to people. We ought to just be putting scripture daily. We ought not share nothing else but scripture, not our thoughts, not our anxiety, not our fear, not our worry, because all of that stuff leaves a sound. We ought to just be quoting scripture all day long. When I was desperate, I called out and God got me out of a tight spot, right? God's angel set up a circle of protection around us while we pray. My God, it's Psalms 34. God's angel set up a circle of protection around us while we pray. My God, when we're watchful worshipers, when we're worshiping God, when we're praying God, there's an angel of protection that's set up around us. My God, we ain't got to be praying and worrying. My God, he says, open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. There's a scripture that says, it says, open your mouth wide and I'll fill it. He says, I'm the Lord, that God that brought you out of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I'll fill it. So if I'm opening my mouth wide, what am I opening my mouth with? It's got to be praised because if I open my mouth wide and he's going to fill it, I'm not opening my mouth and releasing complaints. I'm not opening my mouth and releasing despair. I'm not opening my mouth and releasing contention. I'm not opening my mouth and releasing hate. I'm not opening my mouth and releasing dissension. I'm opening my mouth wide. My God. And he's going to Fill it with good things. My God. He says, he says, open your mouth and taste. Open your eyes and see how good God is. Blessed are you who run to him. My God. You, you cannot. This is how I know. Father God, I thank you for your word today. This is how I know. This is how I know, because when we are full of complaints, when we are full of weariness, when we are full of worry, when we, we are full of anxiety, we are not casting our cares. We do not run to God. We don't run to God. We, we don't. We do not run to God. That is not who we run to. That's not where we're running. Right. We usually run to our friends. We usually run into a sea of complaints. We usually run into a sea of bitterness. We usually run into a sea of um, anxiety. We usually. So when we when we open our mouth and taste, open your eyes and see is how good God is. Blessed are you who run to him. The angels are released when you run to him. Grace and mercy will overtake you when you run to him, (laughs) when you run to him, when you talk to him about your anxieties, when you talk to him about your fears, when you talk to him about how overwhelmed you are. Blessed is he that runs to him. Blessed are they that wait upon the Lord for he shall renew your strength. You shall mount upon eagles, wings like eagles, like you're going to mount and you're going to soar, baby. Blessed are they who run to them. The devil has had you. Holy Spirit, teach this thing. The blessed has had many of us running in circles like hamsters on wheels with no production, getting stronger, right? Getting stronger, but going absolutely nowhere, right? Just no. So. Blessed are you who run to him. Worship God. This is what I love. Worship God if you want the best. I can't worship and complain. I can't worship and complain. I can't I can't worship and complain. I can't worship and complain. I can't gossip. I can't worship and gossip. 
I, I can't worship and complain. I can't, I can't worship and spew hate. I can't worship and be bitter. I can't, I can't worship. I can't, I can't worship and complain. <laughs> Right. And the scripture is clear to tell us, do everything without murmuring and complaining. I can't worship and complain, Monica. I can't I can't worship and complain. It doesn't work. It, it, do, it just it doesn't work. James three and eleven says, can bulk fresh water and bitter water flow from the same spring? Can both can both fresh and bitter water flow from the spring? same spring out of the same mouth comes blessing and cursings my brothers this should not be my god i thank you so worship god if you want the best that's the psalms 34 and 9 worship god worship opens doors to all of god's goodness my god worship opens doors to all god's goodness so if you want the best of god you gotta learn how to you got to learn how to worship him in in season. You got to learn how to worship him out of season. You got to lear learn to worship him when tribulations come. You got to learn to worship him when trials come. You got to learn to worship him when nobody don't like you. You got to learn how to worship him if everybody likes you. You got to learn to worship him if it looks like the prayer isn't being answered. You got to learn how to worship God. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. I thank you for your word. 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 I want to, I want to give you this. This is Ecclesiastes three. There's an opportun opportune time to do things, a right time for everything on the earth, a right time for birth and another for death, a right time to plan and another to read. A right time to cycle and another to heal. A right time to destroy and another to construct. A right time to cry and another to laugh. A right time to laminate and another to cheer. A right time to make love and another to abstain. A right time to embrace and another to part. A right time to search and another to count your losses. A right time to hold on and another time to let go. A right time to rip out and another to mend. A right time to shut up and another to speak up. A right time to love and another to hate. A right time to wage war and another to make peace. But in the end, does it really make a difference what anyone does, right? I've had a good look at what God has given us to do, my, right? God made everything beautiful in itself and in its time, right? My God, we don't know whether or not God is coming or going. So I've decided there's, there's nothing better to do than to go ahead and have a good time and get the most out of life that we can. <laughs> It's God's gift. Make the most of your job. Make the most of your time and go ahead and worship God. My God, go ahead and worship God. This is what this is. This is what Solomon is saying to us. He said, there's some things that you just going to be left in the dark on. There's some things that you're just not going to understand. There's some things that you're not going to get all the revelation of. There's some things that you're not going to know what God is doing. There's some deaths that are going to happen. There's some people that are going to walk out on you. There's some circumstances. He said, but I made a decision. <laughs> 
And it's a decision that no matter what, I'm getting ready to make the best. I'm not getting ready to sit around here and worry. I'm not getting ready to sit around here and be stressed out. I'm not getting ready to sit around here and be overwhelmed. I'm not because I'm beginning to understand in everything that God is still God. It is God's gift. Make the most of your job, make the most of your time, have a good time and get the most, yeah, beyond your understanding and get the most out of every day. My God, circumstances only come to confuse us and to keep us from getting the most out of every day. So when David comes back and says to us, worship God, if you want the best worship, open doors, opens doors to all his goodness. If I'm worried, I'm not worshiping. If I'm complaining, I'm not worshiping. If I'm anxious, I'm not worshiping. My God, my God, my God, my God, I'm not worshiping. He said, this is what, what, this is what Solomon tells us. Ecclesiastes is another book of wisdom. He said, there's some things you just going to be left in the dark on. There's some things you're just not going to understand. There's some things that you're not going to get revelation on. There, there are some circumstances that will just happen. There are some things that you're not going to be able to explain that there is, there is some things that you're not going to explain. Y'all know I loved it. So let me, let me show you this. Before Judah, I had a miscarriage. Um, I think I was like about 15 weeks. And I I was, I'm just going to be honest, I was devastated. I was devastated. I was devastated. I could not understand why this happened. I could not understand why this happened. Like I couldn't grasp it for a minute, right? I could not understand what God was doing. I um, blamed my past. Um, my husband blamed himself. He had been very sick. Right. And so I just was in a very strange and a very dark place. Right. And I remember my husband said the Lord spoke to him and said, do not let her go to this dark place. Right. And so he began to usher me in the presence of the Lord so that I could come out of this dark place. When the room began to fill with worship. There was a sound release that helped deal with my broken heart, right? There was a sound that was that released. There was a communion between God and I. There was a place, something that was taking place that was so intentional, that was so precious. And in the presence of the Lord came freedom. Come on now. In the presence of the Lord came freedom. In the presence of the Lord came restoration. In the presence of the Lord came revival. In the presence of the Lord. God, worship God if you want the best. Worship God opens up all doors. In the presence of the Lord, there came revival. My God. The enemy doesn't want you to worship God because he knows if you worship God, it's going to open all doors to his goodness. The enemy doesn't want you to get past the circumstance. The enemy doesn't want you to get past. I didn't understand that time. I didn't understand that season. God didn't tell me what it was about. He didn't explain himself to him, but I will tell you about the goodness of the Lord. <laughs> I will tell you about the goodness of the Lord. And then came Judah. And then came Judah. And then came praise. That's what Judah's name means. And if I, if I, 
cannot emphatically tell you that I got a double portion of whatever I was lacking in Judah. I got a double portion of whatever I was needing in Judah. I got a double portion of whatever I thought I was missing in Judah. I got a double portion of love. I got a double portion. I got a like I got a double portion in Judah. I got a double. I got a double. I got a double portion. I got a double of might. I got a double of strength. I got a double of love. And then came Judah, and then came praise. And so we're not gonna understand everything. My God, but the weapon of our warfare is praise. The weapon of our warfare is praise. I got a double portion in Judah. I promise I did. I got a double. I got a double portion in Judah. And so it says young lions on the prowls get hungry, but God's seekers are full of God. When a double olive, a double for my trouble, a double, a double for my trouble in Judah, a double. He is a double portion of blessing. He is a double portion of, I could not have asked for a better, as they say, rainbow baby. So it says young lions on the prowl get hungry, but God's seekers are full of God. When we seek God, he's going to fill you up. He's going to, he's going to fill you up. He's going to, when you seek God, he's going to fill you up. When you seek other things, it's going to fill you up. But when you seek God, he's going to fill you up. The scripture in Romans says you cannot come to God and he cast you out. That is not how our God works. When you seek him, he's going to fill your, you up. He's just waiting. You thought, see, you thought your weapons were the weapons of this world. You thought the, your weapons was how this world fights. You thought your weapons were in your mouth. You thought your weapons was in your worship, your worry. You, you thought that's what you thought. That's what you thought your weapons were. You thought your weapons were according to this world standard in this system. My God, but every time you operate in those weapons, you lose your power. You lose the evidence and the power of God in your life. Your weapons are not. A, we don't wage war the way the word this world wages war. We don't wage. We release a sound. My God, he says, but God seekers are full of God. And I don't know about you. I want to be full of God. I want to be full of God. I want to be because I know if God is for me, who can be against me? I want to be full of God. I don't become invincible in my own strength. I become invincible in God. I want to be full of God. And it says, come children, listen closely. I'm going to give you a lesson in God worship. Who out there has a lust for life? Can't wait each day to come upon beauty. Guard your tongue from profanity. He's given us a lesson. He said, let me give you a lesson on how to worship God. Let me give you a lesson on how to get God's attention. Let me give you a lesson on how to become full of God. Right? He says, he's, this is what he says. He says, guard your tongue from profanity. Don't speak anything out your mouth. Don't speak anything out your mouth that don't line up with kingdom. Matthew has told us by your words, you will be acquitted and by your words, you will be con con condemned. He said, guard yourself from profanity and no more lying through your teeth. My God, this is the word. I'm just reading the word, this straight word. This, this is all the word. He said, guard yourself from profanity and no more lying through your teeth. Right? He said, turn your back on sin. Do something good. Do something good. Embrace 
peace. My God, embrace peace. I'm going to say it one more time. Embrace peace. So many of us have lived in everything else outside of peace. When peace comes, we don't embrace it. When we embrace something, we hold on to it. My God, come on, God, come on, God to embrace it. Right. Means to practice it, to adopt it, to allow it to become a part of your nature. Right. Peace is often foreign to us when we've lived in turmoil, when we lived in contention, when we lived in lewdness and crudeness. If you go over to, um, if I, you go over to Galatians 5 and 22, it tells you these are the things that are going to cause death, right? And these are the things that are going to cause life. And any of these things on this list cause death and everything on this list cause life. No, we don't know how to accept good. We don't, we, we still be on a, um, edge looking for something else to be wrong. But when we're full of God, peace is going to come to you. So he says, accepting something created for this is foreign. So we got to embrace peace. We got, it's got to become a part of our custom. It's got to become a part of our nature. My God, this is how we're going to win. This is how we're going to experience the fullness of God. So he said, embrace peace and don't let it get away <laughs> and don't and don't and don't let it get away and don't and don't just say my peace. I'm going to give you my peace. I'm going to leave you. You get to walk in that peace and don't let peace get away. So if there is anything that is trying to steal my peace. Boundaries have to come in place. There's if there's anything. So he says, he says, this is what I love. He says, God keeps an eye on his friends. Remember, we want to be friends of God. His ears pick up every moan and groan. So what you've been worried about? Right. The scripture says the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us. Just find that scripture. If the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us through moanings and groanings. And David is saying here, this is before Jesus. This is how I know this is a powerful. He said, God keeps his eyes on his friends. His ears pick up every moan and groan. Even when you don't know what to say, baby, even when you don't know what to pray, when you make a decision that I'm going to find the grace. I'm going to abide. I'm going to abase. I'm going to abound in the grace. I'm going to abase and I'm going to bound in the peace. Then even when I moan, even when I don't know what to pray, even when I don't know what to say, even when the circumstance or the situation has me overwhelmed, right? Even when the situation is only where God hears every moan and groan, God sees all of your pain. And I am a true believer that he's going to give you double for your trouble because, and then came Judah and then came praise. It says, God won't put up with rebels, right? He's teaching us how he's teaching us how to walk in this. God won't put up with rebels. We cannot continue to rebel against the word of God. We cannot continue to do all things on our own. We've been studying the scripture and it says, cast all your cares on him. You before he, because he cares for you, put away all your anxiety, fears, and worry for the last time, put it all away for the last time. Right? He says, he says, God won't put up with rebellious bebels. He'll cut them from the pack. 
Is anyone crying for help? God is listening and ready to rescue you. God is listening and remember yesterday we studied the scripture and after a little while, how many of us have been interfering with our little while? He said, after a little while, he said, after a little while, the God is going to rescue you. That's a promise that ain't made up, right? But if we don't embrace peace, we don't take our rest and our trust. Put it away for the last time. Today, when you cast your cares, today, when you write out your prayers, today, when you submit the circumstance, today, when you submit the situation, today, when you put the anxiety aside, today, when you put the worry aside, once and all, right? Put it on him for he cares for you and he watches over you carefully. You can't take better care of yourself than God can take care of you. He says disciples so often get he said, if your heart is broken, you'll find God right there. If you're kicked in the gut, he'll help you catch your breath. There is no circumstance. There is no situation in which God cannot attend to you. When I lost the baby, I was in such a dark place. There was a darkness coming over my eyes. My husband said he could see the light like I was checking out. There is no, and I promise you, God reached way down and he pulled me back up. My God, he placed me in a place and he began to work in my heart. And even though I did not understand what was going on, even though I didn't understand the miscarriage, even though I didn't understand the situation, I began to learn how sufficient his grace is. How sufficient his grace is, how he'll help me stand. Do you know that's what that means? When God's grace is sufficient, he helps you stand when you cannot stand yourself. When we rely and trust on the sufficiency of his grace, when we let more grace abound to us, when we trust grace, see grace has a lot to do with trust issues. When we trust grace, instead of we trusting ourselves, God will help you stand when you cannot stand yourself. God will help you stand when you cannot stand yourself. He says, disciples so often get in trouble. Still, God is there every time. Remember, a just man falls seven times, but he gets back up. Then it says, he's your bodyguard, shielding every bone. Not even a finger gets broken. The wicked commit slow suicide. They waste their lives hating the good. God pays for each slave's freedom. No one who runs to him loses. I need you to say that. I need you to grasp that. No one who runs to God loses, right? That's, can I tell you something? So many of us build, and I taught on this one time, so many of you build memorials to your pain. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> So many of us build memorials to our painful places. There was no memorial built in the Bible to the pain 
Every memorial that was built in the Bible was built to God. So I don't spend a whole lot of time talking about what I lost because when I spend a whole lot of time talking about what I lost, I build a memorial to it. When I spend a whole lot of time talking about how they walk out, walked out, I build a memorial to it. When I spend a whole lot of time talking about what was, I build a memorial to it. I don't spend a whole lot of time. I'm talking about the baby that I lost because then came Judah. Then came, then came Judah. Then came praise. My God, you got to see. Then came my double portion. I don't, I, so I, so when I build a memorial, I build a memorial to the fact that God restored. My God, my God, my God, my God. Then I build a memorial to how God has restored. I don't build them with Facebook memories. I hate Facebook memories. A lot of times I don't watch Facebook memories because it's built too many memorials to what I lost. I don't build, I'm not building a memorial to how my husband died. I'm building a memorial to the legacy that he left behind. I don't build a memorial to my suffering. I build a memorial to the grace that's sufficient for me. So when the word of God says, I will bless the Lord at all times, I will bless God every chance. My lungs are going to expand with praise. I'm going to live and breathe God. If things are going well, I'm going to hear this and be happy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. His grace is sufficient to me. I'm going to build a memorial to what he did. I'm not going to build a memorial to what happened. I'm not going to build a memorial to what hasn't happened. I'm not going to, because everything is subjected to change. Go back to that last verse. It says, God pays for each slave's freedom. No one who runs to him will lose out. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, I glorify you. So I'm not going to build a memorial to what I don't have. My God, I'm going to build a memorial to what can be to the impossible because I understand without a doubt, without faith, it's impossible to please God. I'm not going to spend so much time on what hasn't happened yet. My God. I'm going to build my hope on the impossible. So it's not going to be hard for me to worship anymore because I'm really realizing that worship is changing my life. My God, I thank you. 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 And then I turn my affections for the Lord. Let me read this to you. First Corinthians 13 and five. Love is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not provoked. It's not overly sensitive. It's not overly easily angered. And it does not take in account the wrong endured. That scripture is not just for how we love people. That scripture is also how we love God. When we become rude, self-seeking, overly sensitive, angered, not sensitive to the, to the voice of God, we're going to take in account the wrong that we have endured. And then when I build memorials, it's going to be to the wrong that I endured instead of how good God is. That's it. That's it. That's all I have for today. That that's, that's it. That, that's, that's the word of God today. 
That's the word of God today. That's the word. That's the word of God today. That's a fresh word. That's fresh. That's the fresh love revelation. That's fresh grace. That's the word of God today. That's the word to build us up. That's the word to restore us. That's the word to renew our mind. That's the word to shift our position. That's the word to shift our place. That's the word that's bringing fresh revelation. That's the word that's bringing fresh perspective. We're not going to build a memorial no more to our pain. We're not going to build a memorial no more to what happened. We're not spending no more time on what ain't working. We're going to worship God. We're going to praise God. We're going to find sufficiency in his grace. My God, we're going to stand in that word. Stand in that word. We're going to let grace be up under us. We're going to let grace stand. We we done. Yeah, auntie, it's Asha my God, I prophesy and speak to every destructive plan of the enemy. My God, I cancel the assignment of Satan off your life. That replay, my God, I cancel the assignment of that replay off your life. I break and loose and lacerate every memorial of pain that you ever built that is destroyed today. Don't rehearse what happened again. It does not matter. It does not matter. It does not matter. Put praise in your life. Put praise in your heart. It does not matter. It does not matter. The testimony has to show how you overcome. Well, I'm just sharing my testimony. The testimony has to show how you overcome. That's the testimony. If it ain't showing you overcoming, then guess what? Yeah, Paul said, forgetting the former thing so I can press towards the prize, Yara. The testimony is not a testimony until it's got a victory at the end. No, Krista, it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter what they did. It doesn't matter what happened. It doesn't matter the circumstance. It doesn't even matter what you did. He said here, he said, disciples so often get into trouble. Still, God, I'm there. No, we cannot rehearse it. We cannot nurse it. We got to curse it. We got to let it does not matter. It's not a testimony until you can tell what happened on the other side. No, God, we thank you. Keep filling our cups. We thank you for overwhelming us with truth this morning. We thank you, Father God, that we will embrace peace, the peace that passes all understanding. And if you have not accepted Jesus Christ yet, I need you to do that first. That's how you're going to get your peace. That's no, Monica, it don't matter no more what happened. That, that's, that's how you're going to get your peace. That's how you're going to get your peace. Your first peace is through Jesus. Your first peace is admitting that you're a sinner. Your first peace is recognizing that you cannot continue to live life without God. The first peace, the first peace you're going to get is when you make a decision and I'm not going to live on the fence anymore. So you're going to simply say, Father God, Jesus, my God, I've been a sinner and I'm sorry. And I'm inviting you into my life. I need you to become Lord and Savior. And I promise I'm going to try to love you the best that I can. And then Holy Spirit, I need you to help. I need you to help. I thank you, Father God, and I receive it by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. And when you pray that, or even if you've been there, but you just kind of been backsliding, when you repent, God is not going to no way cast you out. That's it. That God is not going to no way cast you out. 
It all begins with Jesus. God is so intentional and so loving and so kind. But we are through building memorial. We through talking. We ain't going. It, yo, it's not, no. Your testimony is not a testimony until you can talk about the victory at the end. If not, we're just murmuring and complaining when we keep telling the story over and over again, but it's not a sign and it doesn't show that we overcame in the blood. That's not a testimony. That's building a memorial to our pain. My God, let's bless the Lord. Father God, we thank you. Father God, we bless you. Father God, we thank you for your word. I thank you for every person on this devotional today. My God, may the Lord find... shine his face upon them, make grace and peace. My God, in the beauty of your love abound to them today. Lord God, let them be anchored in your word today like never before. Father God, I thank you that the joy of the Lord is your strength. I cover them in the blood of Jesus. I cover their households in the blood of Jesus. I cover their neighborhoods in the blood of Jesus. I cover their cars in the blood of Jesus. I cover their children in the blood of Jesus. I cover their grandchildren in the blood of Jesus. I cover their workplaces in the blood of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for you are so faithful, Lord God. You are so faithful, Lord God. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. Last thing, if you, last thing. My God, would you consider becoming a partner with this ministry? You can go over to the website, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Dot com and you can find out all the ways that you can sow. You can find out all the ways that we serve our community. You can find out exactly who we are. That's on the website. You can also cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ Ministry. My God, let the glory of the Lord be revealed in your life today. Today, we have if, if at 12 noon. We're going to be doing if, the devotional at 12 noon. For those of you who've been participating, you know what that is. Um, may grace and peace abound to you. The rest of you guys, I'll see you back here Monday morning, 5 a.m. Bring somebody in. My God, I thank you. I glorify you and magnify you in Jesus' name. See you Monday. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.